Good morning. Welcome. Merry Christmas, everyone. Let's stand together. Let's sing some songs. I know you all know. Let's sing this together.
Father, we praise you for this day. Like the video said, we can stop waiting now. You have come. You have been born in a manger. We praise you this morning, Lord. Lord, I ask that you would be with this time, however brief it may be, Lord, but we may focus on you. We may take this time to just turn our attention to you this morning, Lord. We praise you for who you are, and we love you, Lord. In your name we pray. Christmas is the time in which believers joyfully celebrate Christ's birth. This Christmas day is an experience the joy of family, food, and gifts. Let's pause to meditate on the reason for the season. Let's ponder the miraculous gift of Jesus. This Christmas day, we celebrate the life that is the light of all mankind. Our hearts are grateful because light came down on the form of a precious baby to pierce the darkness that troubles this world. God was faithful to the promise he made to his people. He promised that we would not be left alone, chained to a hopeless fate of sin and death, but rather we would be saved by the sacrifice of a great rescuer. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. 
Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. John chapter 1, 4 to 5. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for sending your son one glorious night to be born in a virgin, to live a perfect life, and to die on the cross for my sins. Thank you that he rose from the dead three days later, and that this Christmas and every Christmas we can celebrate the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Amen. Good morning, everybody. One really fast announcement. It's Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. All right. Oh, you'll probably need those later, huh? Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm one of the very few who took advantage of the you can wear pajamas today. So I just want to, the jacket makes it acceptable. All right, let's read the Christmas story together. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Luke 1, And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria and everyone went to their own town to register. 
So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who is lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what has been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. This is the word of God.
Well, good morning, church. Merry Christmas. I'm going to have the worship team come up here with me because, again, this is going to be a very brief service this morning, but I just wanted to share a, a, a very short thought with you guys, and then we are going to um, partake in communion together this morning. But I, it's amazing to me, and, and I hope we never lose the amazement of the fact that this morning, all over the world, all over the entire world, in over 2,000 different languages, publicly and privately, in some cases even in secret, men and women, teenagers and children, gather and celebrate the birth of one single baby. One single baby who people in over 2,000 different languages in literally hundreds and hundreds of countries believe grew up to be the Savior of the world. A Savior who is willing to meet us in our mess and promise to forgive us of our sins. A Savior who came to provide, as we have been talking about over the last couple of weeks throughout this series, a completely different way, a completely different platform upon which we can stand when we come before God, when we come before God in prayer, a completely different platform on which we can stand when we begin to think about God, a platform that has absolutely nothing to do with behavior or rituals or consistency or promises or anything else that we do, but has everything to do with what he has done for us. This is the season and this is the day when we celebrate the fact that God has drawn near to those of us who have leaned away, to those of us who have maybe been drawn away because of our sin. This is a season that we celebrate that we never have to negotiate our sins with God again. Because of the birth of Jesus, there is no more need for negotiation for sin. Because through Christ, we can find forgiveness once and for all. For unto us, a child is born. A child who grew to be not only a savior, but our savior, the savior of the world. So today on this very special Christmas Sunday, we're going to be, you know, ending our service time by offering communion. At First Light South Portland Church, we recognize two sacraments, commands by our Lord Jesus to be followed by his believers. One is communion, a means of grace. It involves the taking of the bread and wine by followers of Christ in remembrance and gratitude for our Savior Jesus and the gift of his very life for us. At First Light South Portland, we believe in an open communion where anyone who acknowledges Jesus as Lord and Savior is welcome to participate. In fact, if today you want to take a very first step to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, we invite you to participate. But if you're new to this whole faith thing and Christianity and you're still kind of figuring out what you believe, 
Um, first off, I just want to say we are so glad that you're joining us this Christmas morning. And today is not a typical Sunday service for us. We hope you'll, you'll come back and join us again. But please don't feel pressured that you have to take part this morning. But again, if you acknowledge Jesus today as your Savior and Lord, we welcome you to participate. So I want to give you just another moment. If you did not receive elements from the back, um, you can lift your hand right now. Pastor Nancy is coming around. Um, we also have a gluten-free option, so if anybody has any issues with uh, celiac or anything like that, we do have that as well. Is everyone good? Okay. Awesome. Then let's pray together. Heavenly Father, who out of your grace, mercy, and love gave your one and only Son, Jesus, as the greatest gift of Christmas to teach us about who you are as the God of love, as the keeper of promises. This Jesus, our Savior, who would grow up from, from that little baby in a manger to an adult who would willingly surrender his life and suffer death upon a cross to save all of us from our sins, to be the Savior of the world, to solve the problem of sin once and for all. We thank you, Father God, for the gift of your Son, Jesus. We are forever grateful. We're reminded today that the same night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. May the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was broken for you, preserve you blameless unto everlasting life. Take and eat this in remembrance that Christ died for you. Likewise, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. May the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was shed for you, preserve you blameless into everlasting life. Drink this in remembrance that Christ's blood was shed for you as the payment for your sins. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for this season. We thank you for Christmas. We thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the difference that he has made in so many of our lives personally. Thank you, Father God, for sending us a Savior. Thank you that the peace on earth and goodwill towards men that was promised thousands of years ago is a real peace that we can still experience even today, even in the chaos of our world. And in spite of all the craziness that surrounds us, God, we can still lie in bed at night we can breathe a sigh of relief that things are good between us 
and between you. And not because of anything that we've done, but because of what you have done for us through your son Jesus. And so on this Christmas morning, it is in his name, in our Savior's name, in Jesus' name we pray. As we get ready to end our service uh, this morning, uh, the worship team is going to lead us in, in one more song today, and I want to encourage you to, to stand and, and just to sing and celebrate um, just the good news this morning, that Christmas is, is really about the fact that God is with us. And so let's stand and let's sing together. Uh, again, the altars are always open. If you need to come forward, if you need a time of prayer, you're welcome to do that. But let's celebrate this Christmas morning. Shall we pray? 
Gracious Heavenly Father, we come with gratitude today and we simply say thank you. As we close out, Lord, this service, I pray that we would head out of here with our hearts filled with just a sense of gratefulness to you for sending your son to this sin-filled earth, we who so needed grace. You are the great grace giver, the giver of every good gift. And Lord, what a gift you gave us in the gift of your son. So today as we head out into our day and into our our weary world, Lord, may we be filled with hearts that acknowledge you as Savior and Lord, that praise you, Lord, and are filled with a gratitude that only you can truly give. Thank you, Lord, for this gift. Thank you for Jesus. In your wonderful name we pray, amen and amen. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless. Christmas morning. 